Hey and welcome to That Dubai Girl, the podcast. I'm Elisa. And I'm Kirsty. Every week we'll be chatting about the trials and tribulations of living in Dubai. Your problems, your big wins and your crazy confusions. We're here to try our best to help guide you through it all. There's going to be some silly chat from us and we'll be joined by very professional experts who will actually say stuff that matters. We want to thank you for being part of our ultimate girl gang. Right, let's get on with it then. Hello, how are you doing? Well, firstly, um, as as usual, it's my fault that not only today am I causing, I'm not only today am I late to the podcast recording, but I've actually caused the whole podcast recording to go out a whole day late. Whatever, we're sorry for being late, just life's getting in the way and all that stuff. I've got to say, first of all, Kirsty, why were you not at S Club 3 concert? I thought you were going to be at Bongo's Bingo. And you weren't there. Why are you ratting me out? Because on social media, I was there. Why? Oh, where are you there? Because I didn't see you because I was looking for you. Okay, so I wasn't there. Yeah. Um, And the reason why I wasn't there is because I may or may not have done a content shoot the day before. Yeah. Which ended in a hotel, which then had a restaurant, which oh. then had a bar, which then ended up in me being in Sky 2.0 until they kicked us out at four in the morning. Okay, that's fair enough. But you did miss a good time. I got to I tell mean, you. I sent the TDG crew. Yeah. They represented well. They got fully involved. I had mad FOMO yeah. on the sofa at home. Yeah, you should have. But I'm going to be honest with you. Every single time I've gone to Bongo's Bingo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's one time I went, I was like borderline ill. One time I went, I was hungover. And I was like, both those times, it has been the worst place on living earth because, like, you have to go there. You have to be in it. Fully in it. Yeah, you do. And I was like, if I go again, not in this, (laughs) I am literally going to want to kill myself. You're right. Because it's funny because, like, it started before we even got in because the queue was big, right? The queue was big. Everyone was, like, hyped up, buzzing. You weren't weren't a VIP. You didn't get queued up to the front. I was trying to be, like, a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. I had to walk past the queue and... I'm not saying it's a hard life being on the guest list, but I feel like an absolute prick. My um, my friends actually rung me up and were like, there's a massive queue here and if you were here, you wouldn't get in this queue. So what do we have to do? And I was like, don't know, there must be a guest list somewhere. Go find it. So did they, I didn't even see any of your mates there either. But I, I know they were all there. I don't really remember a lot of it. It was amazing. S Club 2.5, two of the originals, <laughs> Tina yeah. and Bradley, and... Stacy from S Club Juniors. Nice. And I loved S Club hybrid, Juniors too. Hybrid. Yeah. Um and do you know what? It wouldn't I would have I can do two days on the bounce. Yeah. But it was that I also had a hen party the next day. Mm, yeah. And I was like, if I do two days on the bounce now, I'm wiping out that hen party. And yeah. So I, I made the decision to stay at home and just watch it all on social media and watch it all unfold. Well, it was very good. Um, but yeah, I wasn't. But next one, I'm, yeah. I'm in. Two well, feet in. I have been told exclusives. I can't reveal what they are. But I can say that next couple of times at Bongo's Bingo in Dubai, mm-hmm. there's also going to be some famous pop stars there. Oh, I love I it. I can't say so, who. So there's going to be like a feature. Yes, like an S-Girl. artist, yeah. Is there going to be another one like, are they going to keep them going in summer because they're in the big tent now? I'm not sure. The tent was great though. The AC was fab. It felt like really nice because outside it was absolutely roasting. But it was such a good night. Did so they, much fun they, was had. Did they build that big tent on where the car park was? Is yeah. that what it is? It's essentially the Ramadan tent that they've just kept right, up. And right, I walked right, right. in and I was like, okay, very different vibes from Ramadan. And yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> like, I can 3,000 people going crazy, dancing on the tables. But it's a lovely tent there. They do it well, though, don't they? Oh, like, absolutely. If you're going to go there and you're going to do it, they yeah. do it absolutely spot on. Oh, like, it's amazing. If you're going for that experience, yeah. that is the crack. Like, don't yeah. bother with bingo anywhere else. That's no. the only... Like, imagine imagine going down a gala bingo after going to that. <laughs> with your nan (laughs) I think my gran would like Bongo's Bingo a lot more I've got to say so Kirsty I've got to tell you I was uh, at a baby shower over the weekend I saw actually on your gram you looked very nice I liked your dress thank you well my friend Laura my best best friend Laura who was on the who was the person on the podcast Charlotte oh Charlotte yeah so she's had a baby Laura is now having a baby like we're a couple of weeks away and yeah it's interesting to me that like one of my best best mates again is having a baby are you going to be Auntie Elisa? Yes, I'm going to be Auntie Ailes. Um, and Do, does she know what she's having? Yes, she knows it's a boy. 
Laura listens to this podcast religiously oh, Laura, every week. congratulations on the pending birth of your Yeah, and, and this is the thing. It, Laura, you're Bradley. Yeah. There you go. She comments on the podcast and it's lovely. But um, she did do something that I did bring up with her, so it's fine to say this. Go on. She's hiding the baby name. She's not telling anyone about it. No, this is normal. People do this. I know, but like, I was like, Laura, you can just tell me. Because like, I'm your best friend. Yeah. I won't tell anyone. But she said that what she's doing is she's waiting because she's got an exclusive with Athlan magazine. They're opening up again, especially to give her the front page. Hilarious. <laughs> Obviously not, but hello. Obviously not. But yeah, so is, is this normal? Because I feel like I am going to be shouting my baby name for the rooftops, right? But she's been very secretive about it. And I like it because it's like she's playing hard to get. I mean, I, like I think... When people, right, so back in the day, right, people never used to tell you what the name of their baby was, what, ba- what if they were having a boy or a girl. Yeah, true. Like, the date even. Like, yeah. people were very, like, they wanted it to be a surprise, they wanted to announce it, blah, blah, blah. We've now moved on so far with technology that we can literally, like, I knew Mel's baby's name, where it was being born, exactly what time it was being yeah. born. I knew everything about him apart from what he was going to look like, yeah. you know? Um, so obviously I think it's just a case of people now try and hold back bits of information yeah. so they feel like they have something to, to tell the world. And I like that because Laura's quite a private person mm. and I really do respect that about her. Like I'm the type of person that will just tell you everything and then I'll stop also, when you say stop. imagine if you told everyone this is what I'm going to call my baby and then the baby came out and you were like, no, that that's name not does not Yes. Suit. Yeah, like, that's right. Like my name was going to be Holly till the death, and then it got changed to Kirsty. Are you a Chris- you're a Christmas baby? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you Christmas are. Eve. Yeah. And I was going to be called Holly. Yeah. And then my dad was sat in the car in the car park of the hospital on Christmas Eve, and the song "Fairy Tale of New York" by Kirsty McCall and the Pogues was playing, and he was like, "No, Kirsty." Oh, so it's still kind of a Christmassy name then. Yeah. So there's a Christmas, a Christmas related story to my oh, name. Oh, that's so nice. Um, I wasn't hit by a speed speed boat and killed. Is she dead? Yeah, she's dead. Oh. Um, but what I'm saying... She lives on through you, Christy. Yeah, also what a blessing lyrics, lyrics of that song are absolutely wild as well. Yeah, they are. But what I'm saying is like, I think that's why people don't say like mm-hmm. one of my friends is having a baby and she's told me like three or four names that she likes yeah i mean i've had conversations with people who've been like my firstborn child will be called this and i'm like mm. but how they might come come out and not not suit that name yeah do you know what i mean i like, mean it's like when i came out and my mom well i was going to be called christopher and then they realized i had the vagina for one and then my name is just completely made up like i think what my mom did was like she got you know a little scrabble bag with all the letters and just poured it on the is, table is and was your, like is, um here it is elisa <laughs> is your name it's a spanish name but she spelt it phonetically but actually that confuses people more because ay in phonetics is a yeah yes yeah, so and what then what did i lisa. used to call you when i got it wrong I d- I alicia yeah alicia. so it's a yeah lisa so right. it's not alisa yeah. But I, I don't mind Alisa. Yeah. But she's just made my life a living hell. The spelling, the the pronunciation. I feel like a lot of people do this though. Like I've had people say to me, Are you Kirsty with a Y, Kirsty with an IE? People think you're Christy. Oh yeah, Christy, I get that all the time. That's that's Dubai though and America. It's because the majority of Dubai, I mean not maybe as much now because of the expats, but the, we they speak American English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kirsty is not an it's an only an English Scottish name. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not the rest of the world. The rest of the world it's Christy, Christine, Chrissy, Kirsten. Yeah. It's not Kirsty anywhere. Yeah, interesting. So people just can't cope. So I just say Christy. <laughs> so you're just like, yeah, Christy's fine. Yeah. I have my name in uh, in Arabic that I wear yeah. and I got that purely like for because I was working with a lot of Arabs yeah. and they will still tell me my name's Christy even though it's spelled as Kirsty in Arabic on my neck. Intre- because no such name exists. Yep. So it can't translate. Mm. I wonder what mine is. You know, there's a Lebanese singer called Elisa. Okay. So people who speak Arabic are actually very good at saying my name correctly. Yeah. That's it's good. Anyway, yeah, I like it. It's got me excited about so what Laura's baby's going to be called. What's Laura's due date? I think it's like, well, that's an arse. Oh, <laughs> no, so I roughly. think it's, it's going to be End in July. It's going to be in July. Oh, we've got a little while So then. we've got a little while and she's going to be fantastic. Her husband is going to be great and I'm very excited for them. 
I think it's going to be great. Are you going to be there holding that baby? I hope so. Swaddling it. Yeah, definitely. I held, I held Harrison last week. Oh. Yep. Was multitasking. They were laughing at me because I was literally like, Harrison in one arm, phone in the other arm. Oh. Yeah, it sounds about right. Got it down. It's Is like he going to be Harry? No, he's going to be Harrison, I believe. He Interesting. Harrison Paul George is his name. Very English. Yeah. Harrison Paul George. Aren't they all the... Um, the the Beatles. Beatles, yeah. Someone yeah. else said this. <laughs> someone's like, on my... I posted a picture on Instagram. And someone's like, yeah. oh, someone's a Beatles fan. Yeah. I was like, well, I didn't name Just missing him. John. <laughs> I did not mean... Or Lennon. That's a nice name, isn't it? No. Nah, don't back Lennon as a name. No. What do you think Is about... it because it's a dictator's name? Who's the dictator, Lennon? Russian dictator Lenin, like Lenin and Stalin. No, nah, don't know. Were you a teacher? Sorry, Um, (laughs) Dave. I'm smarter than the average seven-year-old. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah. What if I am? The average seven-year-old. I mean, oh, another funny (laughs) digressing a bit here. But I had lunch with my friend, and her daughter's doing her GCSEs. Yeah, she was like, "I've done 26 GCSE maths papers in the past, however many weeks." And I went, "I'm not being funny. I don't think." I've I did well. I think I've got a B in GCSE maths. Yeah. I legitimately could not sit down and do a GCSE maths paper now and get a B. Well, because you've chance. never used it ever again in your day to day life. Nah, couldn't do it. It's all a bit. Po- well, it's not pointless for people like engineers, but, is it? But but like that small. Do you not think they should just have like when you get to the age of like I don't know when do you do your GCSEs when you're fifteen, sixteen? We don't have them in but, Scotland. Do you know what I mean? When you get to like. Uh, third year of secondary yeah, yeah, school, yeah. right? Yeah. They say to you, do you want to be an engineer, an architect, like one of these jobs mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is like super needs all this math? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to go and work in marketing so you just need to know how to work, use Excel? Yeah. <laughs> like, Or there's this thing on the phone called a calculator that yeah, you might need. But I feel like they should do like maths for general life. Is GCSE maths compulsory then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Because it. it is for us. We're the same. We're standard grades. So we now call you ours. have to do that. But now you don't have to do it anymore. Well, that's good. But, They've but, changed it. No, no. So you have to do it until you're 16. And then you pick after 16, which is your A level. A level. then pick you. what you want to do. So we've got one called hires. Yeah. But yeah. either way, I'm just like, it's mad, isn't it? Like, it is mad. I think they should look at a kid and go, you're creative. Yeah. You're academic. Yep. You are sporty. Yep. And then just let them go along that path. Do you know that I failed a whole year of my degree over a statistics module? I had to reset an entire year over a statistics module. Module, And you know, this is what I also, going on absolute rant now, but that module was 100% exam. So no like coursework or oh, no nothing. So it's just the pressure of the exam section. And yeah. it was multiple choice. But right. if you got it wrong, they deducted what? points. So if you left it blank, it was neutral. But if you answered it and got it wrong, you lost points. That's shocking. So imagine, and it was terrible. It was like, if you got it right, you got three points. Yeah. If you got it wrong, you deducted two. So <gasps> but then you like, could just, why wouldn't you just leave them all blank then? Oh, you definitely failed. Then. You'd get a zero, <laughs> wouldn't you? But do you know what I mean? Like... A hundred percent. Yeah. Do you know? And what was worse was that guy, that that tutor. Mm-hmm. After that year, so many people failed. They stopped letting him be a tutor. Yeah. And good. I was like, how about the sixty-five of us that have failed? You just just because of him passed yeah. us on a basic like forty percent. So oh, we done a the year. Yeah. Horrendous. <sighs> horrendous. Anyway. Anyway. Don't know how school. we got this far. <laughs> Anyway, look, should we move on? Should we get Faye on? Yeah, we love a bit of, what is it? Fairy Godmother. Fairy Podmother. Oh, sorry, guys. Not classy. Hello. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're like, hello from the other side. I like like that. That's That's my favourite hello. It, I mean, it's mine when Adele does it, maybe not. <laughs> How, How rude. are you, Faye? How rude. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. I've had a fun time I'm week. really good. Can I share um, Bradley's podcast highlights this week? Yeah, so, go on. My best friend Bradley at home is a big Faye fan, Aww, um, and he is a big he is a big Bradley. I'm a big Bradley fan. Then, if he's a big fan of mine, so he gives me podcast feedback every week, and he put podcast highlights. Faye's dog being a better catch than some of the men you've had. <laughs> <laughs> Faye saying she won't get engaged unless she's got her nails done. And a podcast fan asking if I was the Scottish one. <laughs> Bradley's highlights, five stars from me. 
Shall I tell him to get on the Google reviews? Yes, please. We need more positive reviews. So, Faye, you're back as the fairy pod mother. Do you think that's working for you? What do you think? Yes, I'm yeah, yeah. stuck. I, I was going to change it on my Instagram, but I thought I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're absolutely not. Um, <laughs> right, okay. So, Faye, we've got some pressing questions from that Dubai girl for you, as always. Okay. Um, Faye. I've been in Dubai for three months now and I'm finding it really hard to make friends like at home. I find that people here are really flaky. Mm. They cancel on me last minute without any regard for my feelings or what we've planned to do. Mm. Any advice on how to make some real friends? Tough one, right? Tough one. Yeah, very tough one. Um, And I hate flaky people. Like, To be fair, that is, I always say that to you, Kirsty, don't I? Like, I'm not... I'm not the best person to get to actually leave the house, but I never say yes to things if I'm 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 like point blank no I'm not going because um, yeah people sleeping on you is a nightmare and it's hard um, though when you first get here right because obviously you've left your whole life behind we're all kind of on the same in the same boat in that respect being expats and whatever and I think I don't know about you two but when I first got here I kind of went through cycles of mates. So yeah, you meet people I think for different reasons, when right? When I first got here, obviously, because I was teaching, you go into like a school environment. Yeah. So you kind of, mm-hmm. you get friends because you're with other teachers. Like by default. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, yeah, basically. And we, the school I worked for, they put us in housing in various buildings. So you became better friends with the people that lived in your building. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how my core friendships at that point were made. And then, you know, as you change schools, you keep a couple of friends and the rest of them fall off and then you carry on and carry on. Um, yeah. And I suppose those people that when you're not working with them still remain as your friends, they're your real friends. Yeah. But yeah like I've had friends who have been super close friends and then I haven't spoken to them. Me too, man. I've had friends that are like my bridesmaids and then yeah. they just... I think it's massively normal though to... Like it, it is proper friendships for me. It's a, it's an organic process. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not necessarily the people who you grew up with because you change as you grow older and what you want from a friendship, you know, when you're younger and what you want when it's older, it completely changes. And I think it, you can't force a real friendship. It's, it's a natural. Like they gravitate towards you and vice versa. You don't have to speak every day. You don't have to always be around each other. Um, but I think it's also you'd have different friends for different things. I've got some friends who I will just m- mainly go out and have a drink with. They're like sort of you know party friends. I've got friends where you know if something went really wrong, I'd phone them and I'd be like, I'm on the floor. You know, I need you to come mm. round immediately and you know bring the wine with you when you do so. Um, but you know, I think I think you can't force it. And as as you know, as maybe that's not the best you know the advice that someone's looking for. But I think if you want to make friendships, you've got to put yourself out there, cast your nets wide, and you know, hope that in the midst of meeting maybe a hundred friends, you might end up with two really close friends. That's just kind of how it works. Yeah, and it's like um, not not quantity; it's quality. But I guess, but quality. I guess when you first get here, it feels like it needs to be quantity, doesn't it? Mm. Like you have to have made oh, friends yeah. so that you can tell everyone, "Yeah, I've got this friend, I've got this friend, I've got this friend." Like, what would your advice be on like how to physically meet people? I guess we we asked this question about dating as well, how to meet people. But yeah. what would you say about like a good way to meet friends in the country? I think you've got to, uh, you know, the best the, the best things with friendship is having common interests and common values. Mm-hmm. So if you like going to the gym, go to the gym and get chatting to people who go to classes that you go to. If you, you know, if you, if you like, you know, going out and drinking, get chatting to when you go out and go, you know, what bars do you like? What nights do you go to? What brunches? So it's fans and common interests. That's obviously, you know, that's definitely going to, you're going to meet people with, you know, similar interests to yourself. But then, you know, for me, some of my best friends are completely different to me and I've they've become my good friends because we've got common values. We're not necessarily, I don't like going to the gym. Um, you know, I'm not particularly interested in learning languages or, you know, crocheting pillows. But, the, the, you know, the, I don't know anyone who crochets pillows. <laughs> but, my granny does and she is pretty cool. I yeah. think you'd like her. If she likes tea and scones, I like her. Yeah, um, she does. But, you know, I think if you're going to have... Friends, a friend, a friend. I like boobs. You're gonna have real oh. ones, fake ones, <laughs> big ones, small ones. But they all feel nice. Yeah. 
That's a, good, that's a good end to that, isn't it? <laughs> They're like boobs and they all taste the same in your mouth. Oh, no, no. That's, <laughs> no. Why do you always have to make it smutty? I, thank you. I say this to her all the time and she's like, <laughs> oh, it's just you. No, it's not. Pure smut from her. Pack it in. I'm sorry, but you can't trust... Lowering like, the tone. Don't crush my real personality. I have Lowering to do that enough. Um, I think you also end up with like categories of friends. Yeah. I think that's what happens. You have the friends that like you can go and have a full mental breakdown and like ugly mm. cry and snot out of your nose in front of. Yeah. And then you have friends that are like, you're my brunch friend. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's fine. So get yourself out there. Do stuff. That's what we've got to be doing do stuff yeah and I think that's the thing as well with a, with a good friend you just want you want to be understood and you want to understand them and if, if you've got that then you've got it you know you've got a friendship for life but you know it's it's maybe it's, it is a long process it's not going to happen straight away you're not going to meet someone and go oh my god you know you're going to be in my life forever but that um, can happen though I, f- I do believe in like friendship at first sight you know like when you meet yeah, someone yeah, and you yeah, totally hit it off friendship at first sight. We, yeah. we were um we will. I think. Do I remember this right, Kirsty? I did your eyelashes. Yep. And you were. You were literally like, "I'm going to keep you." Yeah. And I was like, "I'm going to make you be my real friend." That you've kept her now that she actually knows you as well, Kirsty. That's that's good. Yeah. I mean, in the start, I me. say to in the start, I say to them, "I'm going to keep you." But yeah, the reality yeah. is, are they going to keep me? <laughs> Can they be bothered? Can they cope? I said, that I literally, yeah. I, I've made a new friend in the last two Have weeks. You? Yeah. Um, I've made a new friend. His name's Carl and he's from the gym. So Faye's advice oh. was very sound there. And um, I did say to Carl, give it a couple of weeks and you'll figure out if you actually want to be my friend or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, get yourself. Okay, is for life, not just for <laughs> Right, okay, next one here is marriage advice. Now, none of us are married, but oh. I think we can all come to this from... A, a, a perspective that we have had relationships, some more successful than others, but still. Right, okay, so here it is. Need some advice because my head is going in circles. I just don't feel like I can talk to anyone about this, so I wanted to put it to the group. I feel like such a terrible person. Bad start, but it's okay. This is a safe place, yeah. So, I'm married to the most amazing man. He is so kind, caring, sweet, thoughtful, masculine, driven, oh, hardworking, etc., etc. The list goes on. I've, amar- I've admired him from the time that I met him. He has done nothing wrong, treats me like a queen, always compliments me, makes me feel good about myself. Yet, since I met oh. him, oh. I have never felt that spark. I've oh. never felt butterflies. I've never felt that crazy in love feeling or obsessed with him like people talk about. I've always admired him, cared for him. I think he's amazing. But I have always struggled to feel that crazy in love feeling that I have previously with my exes before him. My relationships were always full of passion and it was all about a deep emotional connection, but then they turned toxic. So I chose a different path for myself, but now like, I feel like this relationship is now missing something. I have zero interest in sex at oh, all. No. I feel like I don't want to be tactile with him at all. Any physical stuff between us makes me squirm and I really don't know what to do. He's a great man and I feel guilty for saying this, but is it okay to be with someone without sexual attraction? Now, this is a bloody tough one. Yeah, that's so so hard. Like, I'm literally just trying to digest all of that myself. Um, I think one thing I picked, I picked up on straight away was, you know, if, you, if you're talking about your past relationships and what you had, it was a past relationship. It didn't work out. Mm. So you can't, I, I wouldn't use that as a, as a benchmark because if you're remembering, you know, the fact that you were physically attracted and all this, and I'm using like my sexual voice there in case you didn't get oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, <laughs> if, hence why I've never worked on a, on a phone line. <laughs> <laughs> Babe station, if, nope. Yeah, <laughs> face station. Um, if you if it didn't work out, there was a reason, and obviously it was toxic. So put that to the back of your mind and don't be comparing that. But do you understand um, why she said that? And the reason is, yeah, it's because she wanted to choose something different this time. And I think that's yeah, what happens yeah. a lot when you're in a relationship that's pretty toxic and whatever. I think a lot of us are guilty for going to the complete opposite, which is a safe option, one that. doesn't offer that kind of shaky ground instability it's like okay this person's a good guy and he's safe and this will be fine and I can get married to him and have children and he's got a good career and blah blah blah. but the bottom line here is can you be in a relationship if you're not sexually 
or physically attracted to people. Kirsty, what do you think? I think no. I'm sorry, no. but like I've okay, so not as not as long as this, but like I I I have a track record for going for the uh the like intense passion butterflies in the stomach yeah. the person i see them and they make me feel sick for one way or another depending on where we are in the relationship yeah um and i i feel like you can't there has to be that like passion you have yeah. to want to like rip their clothes off mm. and i went on a few dates with a guy who was exactly the same as this description like fantastic job lovely person mm. put my feelings first thought about me so much and I was talking to like my friends and I was saying like oh and they were like but he's he's so nice and he's so caring and you know would message me every single day good morning good night da, 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 da. everything you want mm-hmm. on paper mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Yeah. but the same thing when he kissed me whatever when we were intimate with each other like there just wasn't it was just nothing yeah. and like mm. it got to the point where like if he was messaging me or whatever it was just like well yeah what it, about not it? not yeah. that feeling whereby like when someone messages you and you're like oh yeah he me. oh he thought about me can, like, can i can, can i just kind of interject a bit there though not to like sort of you know like shit all over it you can say that yeah. don't worry <laughs> yeah not, not to piss on your chest but that feeling it will eventually go like i've been with mark for what four years when I first met him, I really, you know, obviously really fancied him and thought he was gorgeous. And, you know, I still do think he's really handsome. Maybe not so much when he's, you know, sat in his undies eating KFC. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that, that, like, passion, it does go. And, and it's sort of replaced with now, you know, I know he's a lovely person and he's kind and, he, and we've got a secure relationship. So I still fancy him. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, but it's... It kind of gets replaced, and I think that you know, I think it's finding a combination of the two things. But she never devil. had it in the first place. Yeah, that's she the thing. It's not a grad. No, she said that she's she never had message, it. She's never so ever had that. It's not like a feeling that's graduated from that to a more mature stage of the relationship, like you're saying. And that is yeah, normal. And I think that she is never normal. had it. She's married. Is she married to him? Yeah. Oh, God bless her. I know. Um, no, you, you know what? If I, You've got to. You've got to, you know, I think I've said this before. You've got one life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as I don't think life is, it's not a big fairy tale. And you're all going to, you know, there's times I look at Mark and he's, he'll be eating something. I think, oh, my God, I can't bear you. <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, you should be you should be happy you yeah. know, for the vast majority of it. And, you sh- yeah, you should. You should fancy your partner. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it does take work. But if it's never been there, you know, not to sort of be, you know, be pessimistic about it. But if it's never been there, I don't know if you can, you can force it. I don't it's think that'll ever grow. No, no. no I d- I you can't force can. attraction, like you say, right? Yeah. You've either got it or you don't have it, and yeah, that's and that. I, and I, and I totally agree with what you've just said. That it's not always easy. You're going to no. change. You're going to get older. You're going to get fatter. You're going to get thinner. Like, mm-hmm. but there has to be that core thing that draws you to that person. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. know this is the case because. I've personally gone through it like where you've got that like intense butterfly feeling for someone and you're so so into them and like Mm -hmm. the sound of their voice or them being near you or whatever causes you to have that feeling as that as that wears off Mm -hmm. that intoxication shall we call it wears off well they call it dickmatized on love Mm -hmm. island don't they whatever (laughs) get stuck in someone's dick but what i'm saying is like as that wears off okay you look at that person and in most circumstances you're like what am i fucking thinking yeah and and then it's down to if you keep that person in your life and not Mm. it's generally down to like what else are they bringing to the table let's face it yeah I would go as far as saying nine times out of ten when you're in that kind of relationship and it falls apart, you never speak to that person again and you see them, oh my God, this happened to me recently. You see them years down the line and you're like, fuck me. What was I thinking? Why was I so obsessed with you? It happened to me recently. I saw a guy who I swear to God, I was obsessed with. Because I'm laughing because it just happened like ten minutes ago. Oh my God. No, 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 no. That's not true though because I wasn't obsessed with him at all. No, okay, no, but I'm not talking. Anyway. Okay, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll come back. To, we'll come back to this. Come, but, come back to no, that. I'm, I'm a domestic, please. No, it's, it's all but basically, 
I, what I was saying was I was at an event a few weeks ago, walked past a guy who, honest to God, was like, a, a, a phase, phase, well, I feel like you know as well what I'm like when I get really, really into someone and yeah. obsessed with them. And when I walked past him, I kind of like doubled glanced at him and I was just like, yeah. oh my God, it's you. And like, I was just like, Ew. Nah, nothing. <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's beauty's, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Like, yeah. you know, what you when, when you are, you know, sort of that obsessed with someone, you do think they're unbelievable, but... I do think like what, what you what you picked up on if it's never been there. Mm. But but then again, like haven't you ever you know I've got friends where they've had a friend who's a guy and they've spent more time together and then they've gone actually oh my god I proper fancy him and it's yeah but you still get that fancy that's what she's saying like she's not had how can you get to the point where you've married someone I know but there might be other things you know there might be like family pressures religious pressures and that happens you know but as the the three witches of Eastwick who've never been married we're not one to judge because you know we might have to make sacrifices ourselves if Mark Mark doesn't pull his finger out I might be going for someone I don't fancy <laughs> yeah, that's right. A, a nice ultimatum never hurts. I feel. That's it. Never um, <laughs> um, well, Faith, thank you so much. That was a tough one at the end there, and I do feel very really sorry are. for her. And I hope that she gets back yeah. in touch again and tells us how it goes. But like, I, I just carry what you said there, Faith. Is you've got one life, so you need to be happy. Oh my God, a hundred percent. Yeah, but mm. you know, and it's it's not it's not plain sailing. Relationships are very hard. Yeah, really tough. Like, They're like having a second really job, hard. aren't they? Like it's a full time affair, it really yeah. is, and they don't pay well either. <laughs> no. Well, it depends how rich your husband is. This lassie's husband seems pretty rich, financially stable. She says so. Maybe she gets paid oh, well. Okay. So then there's that, right? Anyway, Faith, thank you so much, and we'll speak to you later. Thank you. Have a lovely day, girls. See Bye. She's fab, isn't she? She's so good. I love we her. love her. Hey, Kirsty, I've got like a more of a societal issue that I want to bring to the table for you Go right now. She's got that look in her eye yeah. that she's going to like throw me under a bus. No, there, I'm not. It's nothing to do with you. Go on then. Is there such a thing as a gentleman anymore, do you think? God, I guess it depends who you're asking. Because this this is something how that grates de- me how today. How do we define a gentleman? Well, what about this? A group of guys walking out of an office today. Yeah. There was a mother pushing a pram, right? And it was a very thin pathway uh, with trees either end, okay? Yeah. The woman was walking. Yeah. None of the guys moved out the way to let her pass. None of them. So Dickheads. it actually came to a standoff. Like the woman actually literally had to stop the pram and then the guys decided to go round her. But it was absolutely shocking. And I was like, why And why is there no such thing as a gentleman anymore? I mean, I feel like we can't tarnish everyone with no, the same No, but brush. It, that's just a rant that but then I, mean, I got to that epic conclusion. Were, it's were, not... were they all 21 wearing cheap suits and working at Devere Group? Because that sounds... <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Sorry, Devere Group. Potentially. <laughs> but like, I feel like the essence of that kind of gentleman mentality is disappearing by the day. And I hate Someone to think that my brother... Mums. Yeah, well, I hate to think that my brother is going to act like that if he sees a lady with a pram and just nah, don't, doesn't not, let her your through. Your mum wouldn't let it happen, would it? No, my mum would kill him. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. So, unfortunately, yeah. sorry to those boys' mums, but they're a disappointment. I was, because, you know, like, I feel like in these situations I want to be somewhat of a vigilante and it's bad and I wanted it to, to be, be like... to report them. Yeah, well, I wanted <laughs> to just be like, you Light the police up. are absolute pricks. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Look at this poor woman. And then just decided... Someone taught me this, and it was probably the worst thing because I always think of it: not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I was just like, just leave, just leave it. And then it's, it's like the other day when a guy didn't hold the the door for me in the apartment building. And it's a buzzer system, so you yeah. have to go up and do your fingerprint. And oh, me and my so dog annoying. were coming in, and he saw us, then shut the door, and then I banged on the glass and went. And then he came out and went, sorry, I didn't see you. I said, you clearly did, mate. And I, I had mean, shopping bags day, in my one hand, dog yeah, in the other hand. I was coming in. So we live in the same building complex. Yeah. So we have to do this fingerprint thing to get in, which is also never works the first time. It's very, very annoying. Safety first, I get that. But, but it is annoying. good. Yeah. Um, and I was literally, there was a guy on the other side of the door in the elevator. Clearly had seen me walking along with my staff had pressed the elevator button, but as I approached the door, the elevator doors opened. So instead of like thinking, oh, it'll take me 30 seconds, turn around, press that, press the elevator again. Nah, just literally acted like I wasn't there. Got in the lift, turned around in the lift. So he was literally looking at me as the lift doors closed and just yeah, just didn't care. Th- 
bit. This is the bit, and it's like it's the like same, the modern day middle finger, isn't it? Yeah, really? but the same the same premise when you're trying to merge into a lane, right? Don't and talk the person about driving just doesn't here. look. There's right? no. They just don't no, look at you. You don't exist. You're not coming no. in here. I let people in. There's I've got no to say, driving etiquette. In no, this there's not. Whatsoever. But it's funny how we as humans pretend that other humans don't exist in these situations. You're so right. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's well weird. I don't like it. And I feel like those people that must happen to them and they must get annoyed about it Maybe but do you don't. not feel like in this town it's a bit dog eat dog in this town in this town well, yeah, it's a bit said, dog eat dog we've said this before about like business and stuff that yeah. we said that people are not people are not willing to help other people unless there's something directly in it we, we were literally just talking about this before we started recording the podcast that we like to consider ourselves people who can see the bigger picture mm-hmm. um but sometimes it, it goes two ways. Like I will always try and help people. It's not always about money. It's about like I'll help you, you help me. That was yeah. always like in our parents and our grandparents' generation. It was like I'll scratch your Hell back, you yeah. scratch mine. Okay, I realise that that doesn't pay the bills, so you no, have to have some up, back in the day. You know, you would go for sugar, you would go for milk, you would share dinner, you would invite the kids in for dinner and whatever. Yeah, and that was just the way that it went. But why, again, that community mentality's gone. Yeah, because like you said, it's a dog-eat-dog. Yeah. And people, people unfortunately here, will quite happily step on other people's shoulders to get themselves to the mm. top. And they're not very willing to put a hand out and pull that, pull someone else up with them. They only want you if they can get something from you. Yeah, we yeah, We all know for people sure. like that. For sure. It's a shame. And, that's, and we were talking about friendships. That's the same things with friendships. Yeah. I've had, like you know we've talked about this before we're in industries where we're very very fortunate we get invited to do a lot of lovely things for free and i will always say to my friends we say it to each other oh let's go here let's do this let's do the other i promise you if it then gets to a point where i want to do something or you know i've got an example my sister's coming tomorrow and i've got quite a lot of things planned and you know it just shows me the people who are actually your friends are the people that will then put their hands in their pockets and come and, and pay do for something, something. Yes, when it's like I really want to do this because really nice experience. Yes, it's going to cost. Now I know that not everyone's financially the same, but yeah. when you put down on paper, like who are the people that will come for the free stuff but also come for the paid stuff? Yeah, they're the people that they're the people that you want to associate with, and that's the same in like industries. Who are the people, for example, like? who's someone that if I desperately was doing a project like I'm doing an event in a couple of weeks and I'm doing it all for free and so therefore all the people that I'm bringing in I'm having to bring in for free Mm. and I've said to a DJ friend of mine look you know it's I know you're already a subish DJ you don't necessarily have to do this for the exposure blah 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 but it's a different community it's a different scope of people we can probably barter you a bit of this that and the other but it's not going to be a cash in hand gig do you want to do it or not? I'm not offended if you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Turn around. Yeah, I'd love to do it because mm-hmm. it's a new scope of people. It's a new social media platform. It's a new scope. And that's looking ahead. Yeah. And, it's a potential. and that could potentially, yeah. Yeah. the next time we're doing this event as like a test event for this mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. And really it's costing my time. That's mm-hmm. what it's costing me. And we don't know. That could become something we do four times a year. Yeah. And, and then, then they get some money. cash. Yeah, exactly. And there's some money behind it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's your options, isn't it? Give mm-hmm. it a go and go for the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, but there's so many people that just won't. But then there's also on the other end, people not getting paid what they deserve. And yep. that's another problem we yep. have here in the UAE. And especially maybe you're listening to this and you like Kirsty and I are in the freelance game. Yep. There's nothing worse than when you want to keep your own value up there yep. and someone will just poof, undercut you. Yep. And then they get something that you maybe deserved or it's it's, it's a double-edged sword isn't it it? but also i do think that those companies that do that come unstuck because yeah i think you get what you pay for yeah i do what's the saying you pay peanuts you get monkeys and i think unfortunately but however i think in every industry here Mm. there are so many people doing the same thing and I, i don't begrudge these big players charging their what they believe their worth is i completely understand that but like we said earlier you also have to look at the client and you have to look at the scope of future work yeah yep, like yep. i've just done a project with 
a content creator who's absolute top notch what he's done for me if he'd have done it at his like the rates he charges big corporations would have cost me no exaggeration six or seven times what he charged me Mm -hmm. but he's done it because he values me as a person he values the client he can see well this he's helped me so i will then go to xyz and go and you know would you rather i mean for our industry we're talking about it's summer here now it's all slowed down it's very chilled would you rather get x amount a month for the next three four months Mm -hmm. or go in at higher rate and only get it once yeah Uh, but i feel like across the board regardless of the fact that we're freelancers i feel like Everyone in the UAE is getting paid less than what yeah. they were like five, yeah, six, yeah, seven yeah, years yeah. ago. Since the pandemic, yeah. I would say like we were talking before about teaching. I mean, teachers out here were like, you get this, you get this, you get this, you get this. Now, I'm not I'm not begrudging teachers what they get paid. It's a really, really hard job. And mm-hmm. it's a very stressful job. People talk about, oh, you get so much holidays. Teachers should get way more than they get. You oh my God, what a job finish for a holiday and at least 50% of that time you are in meltdown mode like your body just Mm. shuts down and when you actually work out like I've said this before about brunches and things like that I'm very privy that I know the cost of everything Mm -hmm. and what the costs are when you work out those labor costs those building costs those premises costs and you times that by how many kids you're teaching how much each of those kids is paying in fees my god schools are raking it in over here maybe you should buy a school I mean, if someone wants to give me the money and buy a school tomorrow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Maybe that's the new... Maybe we should all come together and buy a school together and we could be millionaires. Or, um, or a racehorse. That's what we're collectively trying to do at the moment. Buy a racehorse? Yeah. Who are you, the queen? No, we want a racehorse. Do you know, I was, um, <laughs> today I was... Um, that is the most random... Adopts don't shop also. Um, I don't know if that works for racehorses. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Well, if you want to adopt it. a racehorse and then have it as your horse, yeah, definitely do that because mm-hmm. they they don't re- stay racehorses. It's a bit like footballers, you know. They have a peak. oh, they've got a peak, t- like a bit like radio presenters. Yeah, um, yeah. But a racehorse, I was being told by someone today, they bought their horse for eighteen thousand and they mm. got offered three hundred thousand for it yesterday. Well, that after is a good. couple of years. Because it's it's done well. And is blah, that blah. a better investment than a house? Then do you think? No. Well, yeah. If you times it five years. 18,000 to 300,000 in five years. What if it breaks its leg or something? Oh, if it breaks its leg, game over. But it's it's about prize money in horse racing. If you talk about horse racing here, yeah. I think the guy was saying if that horse wins he's, and he's got a like, pretty good chance of it, um, then uh, it's like... How know. much was it if you win the Dubai World Cup again? Is that a uh, million dollars? No, it's more than that. It's like six or seven million. Six. Yeah, it might oh. even be as much as 12 million dollars. What? Yeah, 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 it's a lot. Right, well, Kirsty's getting into horse racing, the people. Lowest, the lowest prize is $100,000 on World Cup Day. Wow. Yeah. Uh, actually, on, actually, that might be a lie. I think that's on the, the qualifying days. Wow. If you've got a, if you've got a racehorse mm-hmm. that you can get to, like, top and it can do first, second or third, you've only got to win a couple of races and pff, done. Can dogs enter? I think, Unfortunately not. My dog's a really fast runner. No like dogs, I feel no like if the dog Olympics was a thing, I know mm. that you can do agility and whatever, but I don't feel like there's big money in that. No. My dog could win. He is such a fast runner. Yeah. So if anyone knows any sort of if dog competitive... If you were going to do um, an Olympic sport, what would your Olympic sport be? Talking shite. No, like a oh, real it's gotta sport. Oh, it's got to be one. Um, hockey, because I played for Scotland. Oh, nice. Fun fact. Didn't know that. Mine would be discus. But, okay, I played once. Okay, mine would be discus. Discus? Yeah, I think we've had this talk before. Yeah, because the anger to propel. Yes. <laughs> I actually think I might try and sign... Have you seen this Spartans boxing thing? They did it just the other oh, day. Oh, white-collar boxing? Yeah, I think I might sign up for the next one. They didn't I'm do- not coming to watch because I'd be terrified. They didn't do girls this time around. I f- I, well, I didn't see girls this time around, but someone I... A boy I knew was doing it. Please don't do it. They asked me to do it the very first time they did it. They asked me to do it. And I was just so busy. I was like, I can't commit to training. Like, no, I think so I'd be so worried boss. about you, though. I'd be Why? Because so, it's absolutely terrifying, babe. People actually... No, they don't. They wear helmets. to the face, though. No one would get near my face. <laughs> Imagine me. The confidence already. God, she's like Conor McGregor sitting over there. I actually think it would be brilliant. I think it, it's... I'd be fit as anything. If you win. What do you get if you win? I don't know, pride and get trophy. money. No, I don't think you get money. 
I'd just be like, do you know when I was younger, my mum wouldn't let me do boxing. When I went to uni, you know you go to uni and you join a society. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to join boxing. And my mum was like, absolutely not. You're going to mangle your face. Do you think that if you did do boxing, would you know when to stop? <laughs> which, 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 which. I mean, I think they put people <laughs> in that space. I mean, I cut, I mean, Mike Tyson, Conor McGregor, all these people like... I'm not being funny. Like I'm sure they have people in there to stop you if you go too far. I think See, I... the fact that you think you need that is worrying. Um, talking about competitions yeah. and stuff that we're going to do, We've be, remember we were talking about the blind date? Mm. We've had a few emails of people who want to put themselves forward oh God, for brilliant. it. brilliant. I've yeah. had some people message me as well. Is it, mine's all been girls though. Yours has been girls. No, no, no. I've got two nice boys that I want to do. Yeah. No, I don't want to do them. I want to put them in the... <laughs> <laughs> but um, put them forward yeah put them forward um but yeah think like so keep them coming in if you want to come and do the blind date i mean we have no actual date for this but we should maybe start let's, planning it what do you think yeah i think let's get it on the books for july july yeah next month yeah not? right so let like, oh i'm away in end of july so middle of july yeah i'm up for it what should we do it on like a wednesday or a thursday night yeah thursday because then we only have one day to get through and we'll after get that. we'll get someone jolly to sponsor it so everyone that comes get one free drink oh yeah cool yeah right okay we'll we'll it's this. in the works so email us if you want to be part of it especially boys okay so that dubai girl pod at gmail.com and or we'd slide love that in the dms we take that yeah slide in the dms let oh, us know god we've got to tell competitions so that Dubai girl, where it has a big competition for oh our my second God, sorry, birthday. I, did, I'm, I was going to bring this up with you. This is one of the best competitions I've ever seen. Read out what's up for grabs oh because I saw this on Instagram and I was like, holy shit. Like I'm assuming obviously I'm part of that Dubai girl. I can't win. But no, you can win. it's random. So you can go for it. We're no. not going to. Why? I'm not going to win. It's not fair. So it's, look, get on there. We are going to make it a hundred. Right. We've currently got. Oh my god, we've currently got 2,214 <gasps> entries. Right, so this prize date. is epic. It's for that Dubai girl's two year birthday. Yeah, so basically for our two year anniversary, we were like, we want to give away a big prize. We went to all our sponsors. Well, we're so lucky. We went to our sponsors and we said, look, so you can only tag 20 people in a post. So we said, look, we want 20 sponsors to get involved, 20 prizes. We'll put all the prizes together and we'll run this event. Now, it, it's actually probably more than 20,000. I think if I you, think so. I think if you sat down and added it up, it's probably a, more right, than 30,000. Right, three classes at our favourite boot camp, Barry Bo- Barry's. Yeah. And a shake. A brunch for four at Trader Vic's. Love that Hilton. place, man. Tiki Puka Puka all the way. A high maintenance voucher, which is a clothing brand, so you can get your outfit for brunch. Yeah. A luxury cake. Oh my God, these cakes look amazing. So a, a 1.5 kilo cake from oh, Boulevard yes. Gourmet. Um, a set of hair extensions, nice. full hair extensions kip in from Rumor. A thousand dirham hair voucher uh-huh. for Tito and Tuthill can go and have anything you want done. A pamper day at 91 Beauty, mm-hmm. which is Manny, Peddy, Brows and Lashes. An overnight stay for two at Radisson Red, which is in Silicon Oasis, which is a pet friendly hotel. Yes, it is. Inclusive yeah. of breakfast. Brunch for four at McGettigan's JLT. <sighs> An overnight stay at Radisson de Back Hills, <laughs> where the golf course is. A makeup lesson for you and your best friend. Thanks Amazing. Brunch for four for one of the Be More Than event Hold brunches. Hold on, this is three brunches already and yeah. two overnight hotel stays at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Another brunch for Whoa. the jazz brunch at Taj. Um, and ha- a hamper of like body treatment stuff from Body Smart. Um, a gym clothing voucher to go with your berries. A dessert and tea hamper from our favourite Habib Teas, Tanya's. A two kilo candle from Glow Company. Sick. A rug. This rug is so nice as well. Like a two by three metre rug for your living room from Palm Living. Cool. 500 dirhams for Brasti and 240 dirhams for Double Deckers. Jesus Christ. So you basically, your whole, sub like... That is at least like eight weeks of weekends sorted. That is honestly mad. Get on there and just do that competition. Yeah. Tell all your friends. But the point of me bringing it up was that basically we've already had two scam accounts. We've talked about this I saw before. this. And, and like I actually put in the T's and C's of the competition. No other. We will not contact you to validate your entry because yeah. this happens. I watch this happen all the time. Every time a brand does a big giveaway, it happens to our radio station all the time. It happens all the time. And also, like, I just need I need people to just switch their brains on a little bit because, like, who is going to ask you to enter a competition and and validate it with a card? Why? It's a mm. free giveaway. Like, 
obviously I feel bad for people that get scammed, but I also feel like, please use some common sense. Mm. Like yesterday, I am not exaggerating, 50 plus people must have messaged me the same screenshot. Is this you? And we'd put it on our story twice and it got to the point at about 10 o'clock last night and I feel a bit bad to this person if you're listening to the podcast where someone messaged me again. Have you just, have I won? Like actually says in terms of conditions as well, we're doing it live on Instagram next Tuesday. Nice. We know like it's such a big competition. We have to like show people because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we get trolled that we didn't do it fairly. Um, and they were like, oh, I woke up, I, w- I woke up, someone, this is someone this morning, I woke up this morning so excited because I thought I'd won your competition and then I realised it's just another scam. Why? That's not your it's fault. It's not my fault. I do feel for them. I mean, it is exciting. It is. But also someone said to me like, oh, you've got a scam account for like the 50th time yesterday. I was like, we've put it on our story. We've put it out there. But like, people are trying to help you. I know, but guys, check the story. Help you. I know, but after 50 times <laughs> and 100 WhatsApps, I was well, over it. it. But thank you to all the people. I think it's got taken down because today I've had zero messages about it. So oh, the scam accounts are the down. the scam accounts are down. There'll be yeah. new ones. So yeah. watch out. It's be not vigilant. Ba- still not as bad as the OnlyFans. We were talking about this again today. Who would make an OnlyFans of me, though, seriously? Why not? Like, because well, you've got serious so self-esteem many... issues. If you don't think you deserve an OnlyFans, Christy, you've got to really pictures, take a good look at yourself. The pictures they used, I was really upset about as well. I was like, you could have at least used that. Pictures. But what what other pictures were they using? If you actually subscribed to the OnlyFans, that's what I want to know. Well, I want to know because someone actually told me they clicked the link, so I want to know what happened. Well, they just got their card got charged, and then they obviously didn't get nothing because there was no OnlyFans. Oh, so there was no OnlyFans. Oh, just, just imagine if when, a carrot, Imagine if you so went through the OnlyFans and it was just like a. Pictures of people like eating cheese. Imagine <laughs> if it was someone else's vagina, <gasps> and then they pretend it was yours. Oh my god! What would you like it to look like? <laughs> Again, just lowering the tone and making it as smutty as always. Why? The, I'm not having this conversation. We should be able to be open about our sexuality. It's nothing, nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing to be ashamed of if you're a sexual person and if you want to scream and shout about it, go ahead. I have no problem with people that want to have OnlyFans. I just don't want someone to make a fake OnlyFans of me. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Especially <laughs> when one of the first people that screenshotted and sent it to me was like a brand ambassador for one oh, of my brands. Shit. Hi, She's Kirstie. still classy, okay? Don't Hi, you Kirstie. forget. I'm, I'm assuming this is a scam, but just in case. <laughs> Hi, Kirsty. Really looking forward to our business meeting tomorrow. And I would like to just see your face. Not any more of you. <laughs> um, right, Kirstie. Also, if you're going to have an OnlyFans, why would you put your whole name? Like they, they use my full name and a number one. Like, if you were going to have an OnlyFans... You'd be a little bit like, what What would your porn star OnlyFans name be? Like, I don't know. Kinky what do they say? Kirsty. No. Ooh. Oh, well, <laughs> yesterday, my, one of my best mates, Ruth, she finds it hilarious that one time we made a reservation somewhere and when we got there, she was like, yeah, Kirsty Campbell. And they were like, we haven't got a Kirsty Campbell, but we have got a Christy Crumble. <laughs> and that was like... Right, that's your dessert that shop her, that you're like, open. Yeah, and basically, so now she loves it and everywhere we go, as much as she can, she will reserve it under Christy, Christy Crumble. Christy Crumble. That's like when celebrities <laughs> check into hotels yeah, under different so names. she sent me a screen recording of her reporting the account and it said pretending to be someone famous <laughs> and she put in Christy <laughs> so yeah that was oh. that's my alter ego i don't think that could be my porn name well that's it for me crumble. and christy crumble for this week then <laughs> uh, right we'll see you next week bye-bye we'll see you next week bye